0: to episode 114 of the Lion of Venice week podcast, still the greatest Bolton Munchers podcast in the history of everywhere. I'm Chris, I'm back from my holidays now where I know you must have missed me terribly, believe me I missed everyone else too. One person I didn't miss, Will, how you doing mate? <laughs>
1: I'm well, thank you, Chris. <laughs> see you.
0: Oh magic, thank you, all the better for hearing your voice. We're also joined by uh, our friend Ian. Ian, good evening. Hi Chris, how's things? Great mate, and nice to hear you as well. I'm also joined by Jamie, Jamie welcome back. Hi, good to be back. Fantastic. So, yeah, I mean, overall, lads, it's been a while uh, since we last recorded. About about four weeks or so, something like that. We wish we had Mark on the pod. Um, Not really a great deal going (laughs) on. It's been pretty quiet, hasn't it? Um, We wish. I I thought what we'd just do with the help of Will's kind uh, kind of researching skills, we'd just go through things over the last four weeks in a a rough chronological format. And so, lad, feel free to interrupt at any point when I waffle on I was away for a couple of bits of it, and just that's the second mention, by the way, Will, we've been on holiday. Cheers, like Chris, um, no, so nobody any cares. Parts I, any parts that I get wrong or that are incorrect, feel free to correct me. So, let me think. Going back to four weeks or so ago. So, this was back at the time as I flew on my holidays, Will. There was this, uh, a the, the very real prospect, a very real possibility, uh, and I'll stay with you, Will, for this one, that Mr Bassini was going to be in charge of our club. Now, would you mind just
1: giving the listeners a very brief rundown of how that ended up Yeah, laughing too. <laughs> I'll try not to. Uh, yeah, it, it, it was all a bit weird, wasn't it? It seems to be all done and, and the mm. sort of the announcement-ish came out um, and then he, he, he was in attendance at both the Villa and the Blackburn games. I think everyone was sort of you know upset on the fact that, that that's what was happening. Um, the, the fans were chanting away at Blackburn trying to get it parky sacked, which was uh, quite ironic. And then... Um, yeah, obviously, as time's gone on, he's proven to to be you know the, the same character that he, he proved to be at Watford. Um, absolutely, nothing's happened since. Whether or not it was a, a, a sort of a decoy tactic in that theory that that sort of did the rounds on Twitter, or whether he was simply just absolutely useless in his in his logistic logistic elements, um, or just in, in any financial element at all, and uh, obviously that he. he Despite his, his reluctance to give up and, and you know despite his his reassurance that he was now in control of the club oh how laughable um, he has since disappeared well into the distance as I'm sure we're all well aware of and uh, are extremely um, find extremely humorous. Fairly well, uh, well summed
0: up, Jamie. I mean, we've not had your opinion on this not on the podcast before now. Bassini, obviously he's got his he's got his re- his, his history. He's well documented. You know his, his shambolic time in, in charge of for doing what it was. Where did you stand on that? Did you think there was any sort of way that we should give this guy a, crack, a fair crack? I know there were certain people out there that did uh, that did believe that. Where did you stand on the matter? No,
2: I didn't really feel that way. I mean, I suppose on the one hand, a solvent sale would have been a good way to go forward. It would have protected quite a lot of small-time creditors and employees, whatever else. Um, but I'm sure we'll get on to that when we, we talk about admin later. Um in the day, it would have been out of the five pounds the fire. He's, he's a man of a certain track record and I think the likelihood is that all the talk would have been Jose and would have ended up um, in a difficult position again. But, you know, maybe we wouldn't have. Maybe maybe he had learnt and would have taken us forward. But um, let's just say I wouldn't have been best pleased if he'd taken over.
0: No, I think I think most right-minded people will be of much the same opinion as yourself. So, Ian, again, just to finish off on this Bassini topic, because I don't want to talk about him anymore. Um, he's disappeared. It seems like he's gone back to, to whatever stone he crawled from. Do you think there's any chance that that could be uh, could be resurrected? That these sort of comments could come back and bite us all on the backside at any
3: point in the next few weeks? Uh, absolutely no chance. <laughs> you know, the, the guy was just the, just a joke from from start to finish. Uh, every every time I saw him on the TV, I just um, I had the, the the Benny Hill tune running through my head. You know, I, I was just waiting for him to get up, and everybody chasing him around the room, slapping him on the head, and all that kind of good stuff. I mean, the, the guy. I mean, he's just it just shows what a situation, what a, what a appalling situation we were in. That you've got um. characters like that um, getting airtime and you know being seen as, as a, a serious person to take over the club. I, I don't know. I mean, the, the guy was just laughable. He's the kind of person that would drive a, a truck through the front of your shop window and then get out the door and say, "I've, I've just arrived to save your business." You know what I mean? It's just <laughs> sort of a total car crash. Ah, um, oh, it was horrible. Um, Hopefully, that's the last we've seen of him. I think his, his only shot, really, was uh, with, with a solvent sale. And he obviously found out, yeah. once he did a bit of research, that um, it, it was too expensive for him. I, I don't think he's got a chance in that administration now. I wouldn't or be surprised he, if he
2: pops up and tries to make a bid, mind. Um, but hopefully, he will be far from the most credible man in the queue.
0: Well, he's got, well, got, three, year, he's got a three-year plan in place, you know. it's a, it's, it's nothing to be laughed at.
2: Absolutely. I imagine sure the pointed options won't
0: do anything to that either. No, no, I think it probably only, only enhances chances. But it, okay. it's pleasing to hear that the most right minded people are of the same opinion that the guy's not worth. A, a second longer of our time, much, much the same as his bid. So, on the subject of people not worth uh, a single more second of our time, let's talk about the players. Talk with The <laughs> games that took place the last couple of weeks of the season, relegation confirmed with a, the 2 0 home defeat against Villa, um, and the same score away to the Rovers the week after, or a couple of weeks after, I can't remember now how many dates. Very difficult, we Will, just getting back used to the time difference and things like that now.
1: Nobody gives.
0: Um, well, can you summarize can you summarize those two games then I mean, trying to use as as few expletives as you possibly can because don't forget the Christians are
1: listening of course yeah um so the villa game i think was it was all sort of all but announced with the, with the relegation side of things and it seems to be a, a relatively amicable affair um on on the pitch and at the ground but perhaps not so much on social media i think villa fans then took it upon themselves to to try and rub it in despite being so uh so, affectionate previously and sympathetic about it, but, um, you know, it, it, that, that's just how it went. Obviously, Grealish ran the show and, unfortunately, nobody snapped him in half on the way home. But, um, yeah, it, obviously, then very similar at Blackburn. I think it was more of just a comical affair where you just had fans effectively supporting Blackburn just shouting shoot every time they went forward um, and then, you know, just messing about. And, and I don't think anybody really cared at that point, obviously, being down. And no. and it, it was just a, a, a very non uh, you know, it was both very non-events as far as I was concerned. So, uh, fair enough,
0: yeah. fair enough. Uh, Jamie, then to ask you the question: What will we mentioned before about the the anti Parkinson chanting that took place at, at Blackburn? we chanting, uh, you're getting sacked in the morning, and like Will says, sarcastic approach to the to Rose, supporting Rose's uh, attacks. Where do you stand on the Parkinson debate? Do you think he deserves another crack of the whip given what he achieved last time, or do you think it's time to say thanks for everything and uh, good luck for your next job?
2: I think it's a tricky one. I think. I think the bottom line is the club next season needs to, if possible, completely clean the slate or get as close as mm-hmm. possible to that. And I think I think that does mean Parker getting sacked. Um, in a different situation, maybe he could keep his job. Maybe if it had been a little bit less time, but I think um, in the end of the day, three years worth of pretty poor football, albeit two minor miracles with the promotion and the um, survival, um, it means it's probably time to move on and. Hopefully, on was an to someone else. Um, I'm sure he'd do a job for us in League One, but I think it's a good opportunity to bring someone else
0: in, put
2: a new style of play in, and, and try and build from there and, and move forward. Mm.
0: Yeah, I was, I was disappointed today to see Paul Hurst take over at Scunthorpe. He was one of uh, one of my secret shortlist of ones. I wouldn't mind him so much taking over at one, because he built a very attacking Shrewsbury team a year or so ago. But hey, we'll we'll move on from that one. Uh, Ian, I had a question for you. he uh, actually came to uh, while I was at work today. Meant to ask you on the old uh, line of being a group, but uh, now seems as good a time as any. With regards to the players handing the notice, does, I, I presume that would also apply for the manager or the, any member of the management staff who wanted to do the same
3: in the way that um, Okoski
0: and uh, Nami Overs seem to have done. it's um,
3: so a good question, actually. I, I, I honestly don't know the answer, but I wouldn't, okay. I, I wouldn't um, see why not. Uh, I mean, at the end of the day, they're, um, they're all part of the, of, of the playing staff. Um, it's uh, I suppose for them it's a little bit more uh, difficult, isn't it? Really, because yeah. The, yeah. But it's
1: but it's riskier. happened before, hasn't
3: it? You know, managers walking out of the clubs. Um, yeah. So it's you know, in, in fairness, actually thinking about it, um, yeah, it's, it's certainly um, a possibility. So okay. um, obviously they decided that it wasn't uh, what they wanted to do. Uh, yeah, for whatever obviously a lot riskier. a lot riskier for a manager, isn't it? It's not
0: as, as easy to walk into another job as it is. A player. It was just something that came to mind whilst I was having my sandwiches earlier on. But uh, yeah, maybe sorry, sorry, we'll,
3: we'll... no, go ahead. Yeah, yeah. So it's just thinking, actually. Um, didn't they? Um, they didn't get the bonuses, did they, for, for last season? I, I mm, think the, last I think standing, the players. I think... Well, yes, yeah, so I don't know if that that was a factor in it as well. If they, if they walked, obviously he was waving goodbye to the bonus. Just a thought. Yeah. Yeah, it's very possible.
0: I mean, uh, we won't know. I know there's rumours about players and other players that are supposedly to handing the notice. But I guess now the administrators are in, we'll start hearing more and more about other people leaving the club, players and, and stuff. all the same. OK, so what else happened? So, Will, maybe you could tell us about your adventures in the world of podcasting. Um, I've not had a chance to listen to it yet. I apologise for that. I've got a couple of long work trips down south next week, so I'll do fun of getting up to date with my podcasts. Yeah, I noticed that you had a chat. We had a chat with young young Theo. How did that go?
1: Yeah, it, it sort of just came about because we've been speaking uh, off the back of our, our sort of collective conversation with uh, with some of the other sort of fans, uh, fan groups, and and vloggers and what have you. Um, and he got in touch, just speaking about generally all things Bolton, really. And then uh, and and then you know. I sort of put it to him about coming on a podcast. Obviously, it wasn't. Um, I mean, it was relatively well received. You know, the 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 the, the, uh, the responses were always gonna going somewhat vary, but um, yeah, no, it was a good chat, and it uh, allowed him to get his point across fairly well. And you know, he, I think he spoke very well, and and you know, it, it was all fairly positive from that side of things. But yeah, I think it it was a valuable uh, valuable chat, and uh, you know, if you want to listen to that now, it's still available. So yeah.
0: Excellent. Well, I certainly will, and I'll, I'll I'll report back to you my thoughts on the, on how he gets on. Good stuff. We're um, on the topic of iTunes, actually. I did have a bit of a, a two on there the other day. I noticed that we've not had a couple of reviews for a while. So, listeners, do the right thing. Leave us a five star on there, and we'll hopefully get further with those iTunes charts. But good stuff, Will. I look forward to listening to that. Right. Back to football. We're whizzing through these topics, lads. This is great. Uh, the Brentford game. So, we don't really know at the minute, this minute in time what the actual consequences that that will be but uh, Will I wonder if you could perhaps talk us through this one because obviously it was called off as a result of our glorious players deciding that they didn't owe the fans anything and have a weekend off
1: yeah obviously it, it was called off just I think uh, it was either the the night before or, or the morning of I think it was the night before actually wasn't it Um and I think you know all, all the Brentford fans started you know Sort of popping up and, and quite rightfully, you know, asking about, you know, what, where they stood in, in terms of, you know, whether they were coming to the game, whether they weren't. And the fact that they, they'd been given so little notice was, was pathetic in itself, but obviously mm. the fans then, uh, the players then, uh, you know, valuing it as, as, as not worthy was uh, was j- just a bit pathetic, really. I think and with two games to go, and I mean, I think everyone could understand the situation and, and the point that we're trying to get across, but it all just seemed very, uh, very pointless at, 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 at that time, I think, and obviously we we had the the news come out of, I think it was it was it the Macclesfield team who who had planned Ooh, to, to boycott their last game of the season and then and then felt it was too important to the fans, so you know there's obviously you know a golf in a in in the, in the priorities of of some playing staff there, so um, yeah you know it, it, it it's hard to sum up really because I think it's. It, it was obviously good meaning behind it, but the way it came across perhaps wasn't as, as, as graceful as, as it perhaps could have been. I was just going to
0: ask uh, ask Ian, Ian and Jamie their thoughts that before I give my own. Um, Ian, come to you first on that. With regards to the strike, do you, do you support it? Do you think it was a, a mistake? Do you think they should have sucked it up? Or do you think we're maybe sat here not really understanding the full scope of the, of the position they've been put in and maybe we should be a bit more sympathetic?
3: I'd have to take a little bit piece of all of them, to be honest with you, Chris. It's, um, I mean, in, in fairness to the players, I mean, it was desperation stakes, wasn't it, really? Absolutely. Um, in, you know, in, in regard to all of that. Plus the fact, I think it wasn't just the players either, was it? It was because the staff hadn't been um, or weren't expecting to get paid. Um, there was a chance that really that even if the players said, yeah, you know, we'll, we'll go for it. Um it's you know it's it's, it's it's I don't know it's just so difficult, isn't it? Really, there's, there's so many variables in it. Um, I, I did have some sympathy with with the cause, but quite obviously, like I suppose, like everybody else, you you, you sort of knew that the um, the FA were going to sorry not the FA the EFL were going to frown quite badly on it. I mean, it was the, it's the big thing, isn't it? That a club completes its list and the fact that we haven't, we almost sort of Gift wraps them a reason to mm. to, to punish us. Um, so I, I don't know. It was uh, a, a sort of a bit of sort of yeah. I, I sort of understood where they were coming from, but on the other hand, I'm thinking, well, really, you know, they're going to leave us in a right mess, a bigger mess than we already are. Uh, Jamie, same same question to you, mate. Go ahead. Yeah, I probably agree with the sentiments that have been put
2: forward. Um, if I hadn't been paid for a month, I'd probably consider not turning up to work at the end of the day. Um, they've, they've still got the same commitments. We all do mortgages, families, whatever else um, to pay for, even if um, all of that costs them a bit more every month than the rest of us. Uh, so I, I, I get why they did it. Um, but as as was mentioned before, Macclesfield, and then sort of working out the priorities of the fans, I mean particularly um, for the Brentford fans, travelling all the way up from London, they'd obviously already booked all their transport, whatever else, paid out a lot of money, um, you know, as, as well as the Bolton fans who, who've got to travel to get to games. So, you know, would have put a lot of people out, um, which is a shame. And um, But at the same time, you can't be um, that mad of a load of employees not being paid and not wanting to work.
0: Yeah, it is a difficult one. Well, I know there was a little bit of talk, wasn't there, about the game being rearranged.
1: Yeah, of course. I think it it was sort of valued, and, and depending on you know whether or not it, it was going to go through with the AFL, depending on approval, and obviously administration was still looming at that point as well. And obviously that that then came as a result of of that announcement, of, which was obviously went through at court, and we'll come to later, obviously on, on behalf of Ian. Um, but yeah, because I think it, they were going to put it on and like it was, it was a Tuesday, there was a Wednesday, there was a Sunday. It just couldn't seem to to get it right, and I think there was some sort of. Regulation where it couldn't be within so many days of the last game of the season, and and so it it was just all a bit of a farce. I think it was the EFL not being able to organize a piss up in the brewery as usual. Uh, Chris, obviously, you wouldn't have made the game anyway because you're away. Um, I would have
0: made. I would have made the re uh, one, which uh, you know, given the fact I I missed the last couple of games, I was really, really interested to uh, to attend and and give the lads my my sort of heartfelt send off. Are you sure? Fantastic.
1: Are you you sure? Went you away? You haven't mentioned it. (laughs)
0: <laughs> well, I'll tell you what. From my point of view, I, I think that whilst I'm, I'm you know, I, I try my best to be sympathetic, I, I find it difficult to to be that sympathetic when it comes to the especially this bunch. I think, given the fact that they, you know, they turn up for training every single day or every day that they're scheduled to be in training, the fact that they couldn't turn up for a, an hour and a half football match to give the fans a, a, you know, a farewell for the end of the season, I thought, I thought it was an ultimate that ultimately was pretty poor. I think comparisons with the likes of. Macclesfield and, and Berry again. Who we were we had very different seasons, but each had their own money was In that players not being paid for weeks, months, even slightly longer, didn't let that affect their performances. You know, it was still a, a, something to be proud of to to fight on on the pitch and to try and get a victory and to entertain supporters. But our lot seemingly couldn't be bothered to do that. The fact that it from all uh, accounts that have have and been been made party to. It was led by a, a three or four senior players uh, with Andy Taylor at the head of the, the, the PFA, as the PFA rep. Um, and I wonder about how much debt, sway they've had over the rest of the squad, you know, whether the rest of the squad would have wanted to, to perform or whether they all decided to band together and stick together now. The, the decision's been made. There's no going back and no changing it. Um, I just wish they'd come to a different decision, possibly. Yeah. Um, but it wasn't the last game of the season, the Brentford one, was it, Will? Um, so we, we had a stunning away performance at Nottingham Forest where a, a pal of mine who went and described it as the worst game of football he's ever seen Yeah, do you I, think there were were you surprised that we lost, were you surprised that Parkey brought in a couple of the youngsters do you think he should have brought more youngsters in how would you have approached that game?
1: No I'm not surprised at all that the format that it was actually in and, and it was a weird one in, in knowing how to approach it I think most people had, had actually forgotten it was even happening myself included as, as I've just yeah. had to, to remind myself so um, yeah, it was a weird one. I'm glad to see that the youngsters got some games I'm eventually, having uh, having given them little to to none throughout the season. Um, understandable, you know, but have still got to play at full strength, even though they're arguably worse than than, than all the academy graduates put together. But uh, yeah, it, it, it was a weird one. I don't think anyone was really that bothered, to be honest. And if anything, it just showed no. that there was still a couple of senior players who were who were obviously still of the. Of, of the of the opinion that they were still in, on on missing the game, whether or not that was why the academy graduates actually got game time is another thing. But uh, you know their absences were certainly noted, and and obviously we expect them to be to be reasons behind that. One of which obviously being Olkowski, he obviously and his yeah. notice and and what have you, and I think there was a couple of others. So um, it just tells tells a story of many things in terms of it just being a summary of of, of absolute rubbish, to be fair. As your friend had obviously put very, very well. <laughs> yeah. Most definitely.
0: Um, OK, Jamie, where do you stand on, on the, the whole youth thing? Do you think Parkinson is right? Because I know he's come out a couple of times and said that it's not the right circumstance in which to, to blood young players. Or, or do you think that, you know, the cream will rise to the top if you're good enough, then you'll make a success of it? It's
2: a very a difficult one, isn't it? He was... Um... Parky got very angry over the season, of course, when when there was some booing around um, Pritchard being substituted or Connell being off going off for him, wasn't there? Um, I mean, he's probably got a point. It's it's a hostile atmosphere. It's a team that's not performing. It's it's going to be a difficult place to make a debut. But um, I think if you if you manage a player in the right way, um, then any experience is probably a good experience and. Mm. Playing a team like that will probably grow them quite well as as they move forward in their careers and and hit bad patches because very few teams can do a man city and go two full seasons barely losing a game. You know, you're going to have the, the difficult spells and players should learn that early. But you know I, I do agree in the sentiment they've got to be ready to throw them in. But when you've when you've got a team performing so poorly, you you sometimes got to think. Are they going to be better? Is it worth giving them a shot? And whether Parky's done that as much as he could have done over the last couple of years is is clearly up for debate. Um, mm. Given how well the youth teams have been doing for quite long periods within that.
0: No, fair point. I, I mean, personally, I think I think you, you know you're going to give people the chance of first team football. Well, first team football isn't perfect, you know, there's no perfect time. I don't think to to love somebody. So why not just get yeah. them in, see how they get on. Uh, Ian, where do you stand on the same topic, mate? Do you, do you think
3: that's an opportunity missed by Parkinson, or do you do you see? What oh, oh, very from? definitely. So, yeah, I mean, it's it's uh, there is the one question, isn't it? Um, are, are these players good enough for Championship football? Because I think I, I do think there's a case for us as fans. Perhaps we we big these a lot of these youngsters up to be better than they actually are. But that that aside, um, in my opinion, if if these players were considered good enough to uh, take part in the championship game. I think Parky made, in, in that case, I think Parky made the wrong decision. I, I don't go along, you know, I understand obviously with, with the, the hostile atmosphere and, and the fact that things weren't going away, you know, we were having a bad run of the results and, and all, all the off-field stuff. But I think really for, for the youngsters, my, my view would be that the fans would give them an easy time, they'd accept the mistakes, um, simply... You know, because they, they want to see what, what, what these lads have got, really, more than anything else. I, I, yeah, it's just, it just my opinion, obviously, but I, I think um, he, he should have given them a try, really. Absolutely. I mean, let's not
0: forget that Connell only came into the team because of, a, of an emergency, and look at how he responded, so who's not to say that other players exactly. might not have come in the same way, but we'll, I guess we'll never know. Uh, you mentioned Olkowski before, Will, and obviously mm-hmm. we know now that he's officially handed in his notice. Rumours... Also, surround Amiobi and Ben Anik about whether they've done the same. Um, but what do you think about that? Do you, do you think do you have any kind of uh, criticism for Olkowski? Or do you think he's been backed into a corner and, and ultimately, for the sake of himself, his career, and I guess his sanity as well, he had he had little choice.
1: No, I think it, I, I can completely understand that You know, he's he's within his right to. He, he obviously, got past the the point where you know I I think there was a deadline. Ian knows better than me. I think is it fourteen days' notice or something like that. Since. You know, after pay, after non-payment, and then again, like another mm-hmm. seven, and, until they can officially walk. Um, yeah, I, I can't blame them at all, and I wouldn't blame any of the others even either, either really. And I can't say I'll miss any of them so you know particularly or or, or you know more so than than any other. But um, mm-hmm. yeah, obviously, if it, if it's going to save their careers to some extent, or at least they'll allow them to to be paid for 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 what they do for for a living, then then so be it. Because obviously, we're not capable of providing that, so. Um, wish them the best in that, but yeah, it, it's up to them at the end of the day, they obviously feel it necessary and, and, and both worthy to do so, so yeah, better play to them.
0: Jamie, any, any advancements on that? Do you, do you think Okoski, Anik and Amiovic, if we'll, we'll call them the three so far, they seem to be the, the favourites for that kind of uh, that kind of notice period. Have you got anything to say different to Will, or, or are you in agreement?
2: I think it's a shame that they're leaving and that they're the few players who maybe could have got Fee and we're going to need some players in the squad next season, even if um, we can't really work out who we'd want to keep. But, yeah, bottom line is I agree that they're more than entitled to walk away and find somewhere else that will pay them. And I think Olkowski, Olkowski seems to be one of the latest people sold a lie at Bolton based on something I was reading over the season. Parker was reassuring him about how we were stabilising, and clearly that was far from the truth.
0: So, more than entitled to walk away from something that was missold for him. Definitely, and let's not forget, he's, he's changed countries, he's uprooted his family, you know, he's you no know, doubt begun, we get basically on the fact that he's on a two-year contract to, to put down some routes in in, uh, in town, and then to have it all swept away from him is, is, a, is pretty poor. Uh, will you miss, uh, Ian, this is for you, will you miss Anik and Amiobi, should they go down the same route as, uh, as Pav? Um, uh, Amiobi, no, we
3: should do, because, uh, you know, he's the kind of player, I mean, he is a talented player at the end of the day, but... Is um, somebody who should, you know, um, just cruise around in in, in League One and, and and have the perhaps have the room, um, you know, against less less talented sides. Because let's face it, it is a big drop down in League One from a, from a quality point of view. But I, I, he just never seemed to me anyway. When I when I saw him, he just never seemed to have his heart in in playing for Bolton anymore. He, mm. I think you know, he's, I, I thought his head had gone. Quite a few months back, so so for him, I, I would say it's probably best if, if he moves on. Um, we certainly don't want any passengers next season. Um, Alnick, I don't know. I mean, it's, it's still up for debate, isn't it, as as to whether he's actually um, put his notice in. I believe, uh, but um, I, I, I think down certainly at the League One level, I, I think he, he it would be it would be nice to be stayed. I, I think you know between him and uh, Matthews, um, certainly. Um, dropping down the league, I think they're more than adequate goalkeepers, you know, um, for, for for a League One team. So I'd be happy for for, for both of them to stay, actually. Um, but uh, on on the other hand, you, you, you know, you got to understand it, have not you? Uh, they're not getting paid. They're only it's, it's a short career anyway. So why would you want to waste a, a season at Bolton? Um, you yeah. know, if the club continues to go into a meltdown. When you, you could spend that season somewhere else, and, and maybe you know um, play well enough to, to get a big chance elsewhere. Um, to be to fair to the players, I, th- I think yeah, have yeah, you know, I, I, I you know, if I was in their situation, I'd, I'd certainly be giving it serious thought. That's for sure. No, fair enough.
0: Jamie, to come back to you, who would be your first choice keeper next season? Would you, assuming Annick leaves, or, or, you know, never know, he might stay, would you be happy with Matthews or would you look to maybe bring somebody else in? Where do you stand on the keeper front? Um, I think, considering how many players we end up
2: with, I might be quite happy to accept Matthews with Turner as the backup and um, Mm. look look elsewhere in the squad. Uh, He's proved himself to be. Decent enough in the Championship. Probably not quite a Championship quality keeper, but um, as Ian says, it's quite a big drop-down to League One. I think we'd have bigger priorities in, in the window, whatever the um, financial position might be in, uh, over the next couple of months.
0: Yeah, I think you're probably right. More uh, more interesting priorities than that. Okie dokie, so going forward, Will, I'll just ask you quickly the same question. Do you have any advancements on what the lads have said?
1: No, not particularly. I think they're all they're all very valid points, and it, it's just a case of of, of reset, and, and you know whatever the players want to do, then then fair enough. But um, yeah, just, just see where next season takes us, because it's we're very much going into the unknown at this point, and it's mm. you know mm. I, I don't think anyone can really predict the, the future or even the near future at all. So um, I think this summer is going to be going to be quite a, an interesting one to say it the least, given that we need to replace effectively the whole squad with with, with no money. So um, that that'll be that'll be interesting. So <laughs> yeah, <laughs> certainly will. One we will certainly
0: need to look to replace. Will be Vela and I'll, I'll stick to you, Will, on this one. Um, yeah, your thoughts on Vela I mean, obviously, is he's, he's got greatly in my estimation with his incredibly petty replies to most of the critical <laughs> tweets thought about him. I
1: thought he was your best mate. It's
0: absolutely absolutely tremendous, but. Yeah, uh, uh, give us your thoughts on the Bella situation and, and and where where he's gonna
1: go from here. Yeah, we've done it to death on here, and we're discussing whether or not we, we we should keep hold of him, whether or not it's, it's it's the right time for him to move on, and and he obviously feels that way as well. Um, I, I'm sure he'll 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 do well for himself elsewhere. You know, obviously so it's just not not worked out for him this year. He's not mm. he's not proved himself, or yet well, rather he, he's not had the chance to prove himself either necessarily. He, he got fair amounts of game time, but at the same time, it just I don't think it worked to his advantage necessarily and I think, you know, even perhaps dropping down a league or, or trying elsewhere, you know, perhaps in Europe or, or elsewhere, you know, j- just giving a, a, a slightly different variation and, and, and showing what he can do at another level perhaps would, would, would benefit him more than, you know, than sitting on the bench despite it being his yeah his supposedly one-loving, you know, Boyos club and whatever, you know, I think, you know, to, to, to sort of branch out and look elsewhere and, you know, perhaps the grass will be greener elsewhere for him, so best of luck to him. But, yeah.
0: Uh, we'll see soon, I suppose. Jamie, to, to to drop on touch on something that Will just mentioned before. He only had seventeen appearances this season. Bella, do you think that he might have had a bigger part to play? Had you know, a Parkinson seen something different in him, and B these often reported stories about Bella's attitude. Uh, you know, any sort of circumstance that might have led to Bella being a more um, frequent member of the first team this year? Um,
2: I I don't think he's ever really done enough to prove himself in. In the championship, uh, I suppose it, it's harsh to single him out against some of the other midfielders who, who were playing from that regard, um, at least recently. But I I wouldn't say he, he would stand out above any of them. Um, and certainly it's time for him to, to move on. And um, I, he's, I'm sure there's a player in there. I, I continue to be convinced by it, but I don't think he was ever going to discover it um, this season at Bolton. Um, It's the right time for him to move on to pass his new and see if he can unlock his potential.
0: Yeah, and fingers crossed he does. Obviously, everyone appreciates his service, and so hopefully that he can find that uh, that uh, spark elsewhere. And we'll see, we'll see with interest where he ends up next. So we're, we're going to talk again a little bit on our little agenda about Bassini but I'm going to just skip over that because I think we've said what we need to say about him. One issue that uh, that came to light again over the last couple of weeks was the the Whites hotel closing in only if you could just give us your thoughts on that situation because that does seem a particularly desperate thing especially for the people that work there
3: yeah absolutely I mean they've obviously been caught up in in the same um, crisis that's that's affected the club um, essentially the you know White's hotel is, 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 is whilst um, in one way it's its own business it's, it's still under the the burden of leisures uh, Banner as as you know, it's one of a uh, uh, I think there's about four companies that, that sit underneath and uh, Leisure, which is if you if you want the holding company for the mo- for the group. Um, yeah, your heart goes out to the staff. That really, I mean, if, if anything, you know, it's not as if they've been running up racking up massive losses. Um, they've you know they've they've managed to keep the hotel turning over through through all all the the, <laughs> the various. Sort of um, dramas that have been going on. Um, you know, obviously we've seen him have falling out with Paul Heathcote, and uh, you know, on the restaurant side of things, as well as the, the catering on across the road, across the road, sorry, across the other side of the stadium for the um, for for the match day stuff. Um, it, it's it's just the whole things that. Um, must have been a nightmare for them. There, there was something today, actually. I, I don't know if there's any truth in it, but uh, I did hear it from a good source that they'd actually um, opened up a food bank um, in, in in the hotel to to enable the staff to get something to eat because, obviously, mm. they'd, essentially they'd all run out of the money. You know, obviously a lot of these people aren't going to be on, on the highest of wages, um, which, which is, frankly, just criminal, really. Uh, I mean, to, to be in a situation where you have to rely on the food bank to bring, you know, obviously to bring food in, into your house. I mean, what is it as, as, a, as, a, as a business for boat wanderers have, have we come to for, for something like that to, to, to be happening? It's, it's just yeah, incredible it's a, dis- right? it's, a dis- it's a disgrace
0: isn't it I mean fair play to the people that have organised it to, to help the fellow the fellow colleagues out but yeah for us to be in that situation at all is a, is an absolute scandal um, yeah. okie dokie so hopefully that gets resolved soon I mean let's not forget you. I guess the, the hotel was held up by Ken Off and a bastion of, of uh, proper business practice about how you know, this is a, a true sign of get the right people in the right jobs, and what we can get things moving at pace with the the, the money, the, the profit the hotel generates being held by Ken. On at least one occasion, I can remember these notes uh, as a sign of things on the right track.
3: Well, well, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, obviously, we've we've not seen the accounts. Uh, the latest accounts are overdue. Um, the, the, there was a rumor that maybe the hotel was was propping up some of the uh, more pressing debt, Shall we say, mm. for, for the club? I, I don't know how much truth in that. Um, to be fair, but um, there there is a possibility that you know any any profit that the hotel was making was, was was being spent elsewhere. Shall we say? So which will sort of probably put them in in a, in a bit of predicament as well, but the the reality is, you know, um, all all these whatever the business is, you know, be it the hotel or, or the stadium, they, they need investment, don't they? You know, they need refurbishment, they need yeah. new carpets, rooms need uh, cleaning out, repairs need doing, and, and if there's no money to do that, then the the the, the business is only going to head in, in one direction really. Um, so 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 yes, yeah, I mean they. Obviously, the hotels not have the debts that the the, the 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 club had, but but the reality is, <coughs> it was caught in the sinking on the same boat really, um, and and they, and they didn't have much chance as as has been shown. Mm. Uh, hopefully, it's, it's a situation that
0: we can get back on track easily. Uh, especially for the people that work there have done absolutely nothing wrong uh, right well one thing that did cheer me up while I was away <laughs> I will, another, mention, another mention for you there was um, I'm sure you guys saw it too but it, it was in the middle of the night I couldn't sleep I, I, just, I just took the phone and had a quick look at uh, what was going on in the world of Wanderers and I saw a letter uh, from a fan group i not too sure the details but they'd, they'd written to the AFL and um, <laughs> uh, I, I love I, I love Lord of the Rings Don't get me wrong But even this made me despise it uh, Will can you give us a bit of a rundown As to what to what this exactly was Because obviously I was a, a little bit detached from it I just saw a lot from all of the supporters That made the rest of the fan base look like and you know, old wallies
1: What think, do you think? I think it was probably well meant But I think the way in which it was constructed And put across and, and directed Towards an actual governing body And the likes of a high court Just... It, and with the gated, like the Lord of the Rings references, like you said, that that was made within it, I think just made us look like a total shambles. And in, in the middle of what is effectively an omni shambles, it was the last thing we needed, really. And whether or not that has any impact whatsoever, I very much doubt. Whether or not it actually went, I don't even know myself. But I think it was just one of those moments where we all just sort of came together and just palmed all at the same time. But, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that that that's sort of how I received it and just sort of laughed it off and just went well fair enough but i'm not sure it's it's, it's the right way to go about it but anyway um, <laughs> i'm sure there's
0: no doubt that fans have their hearts in the right place but yeah i think it's probably better sometimes that the all the sort of approaches to seeing your bodies are, are, are probably thought through a little bit more okay well that, that doesn't seem to have come to anything so maybe that's the best thing um right okay so we're only at um what a couple of days ago on the sixth, where we were at the 12-month anniversary of uh, of Aaron Wilbraham Day. I remember it like it was yesterday. Coming home from the match and, and going straight back out to the pub celebrating, just having the, the, one of the, the, the most bizarre up and down 90 minutes in football in, well, in history, at least as far as I can remember. Um, I'm just wondering, Jamie, your your memories of that day, because it's only 12 months ago that we we all forgot the fact that we had an absolutely shocking season because we managed to survive on the last day in the most. Incredible circumstances. I mean, just just your thoughts on the day. What, what do you think it might have meant for us at the time? Do you think it would have been a fresh start, or or, or did you foresee what ended up being coming to pass this year? It's an amazing day, wasn't it? And
2: it it did seem like the sort of moment that could could be a spark for something better. Mm. And you look at the start of the season. What was it? Um, three wins and four, four wins and five, whatever it was. And it, it looked like actually we might be bouncing off it. We might be on course for. For, for a decent season the table maybe was attainable and then then the wheels fell back off again um, but yeah it's certainly one of the few Bolton things bringing smiles to my face recently is that the video's been shared because it was the anniversary over over the last few days so um, it's always nice to, to re-watch that moment and
0: um, it might be a well while before we have one quite that good again Indeed and today was seven years since the day we were, rele- we were relegated from the Premier League so just to bring you down a little bit from that happy memory Jamie. Well, uh, same same conversation to you. I mean, it, it, it was and it remains just an absolutely stunning, you know, in, in isolation I guess, a stunning Five minutes shall we call it at the end of that game because it certainly seemed like at the time we were we were doomed.
1: Yeah, definitely. I think in my relatively short history as a Bolton fan within, you know, the last ten, fifteen years or whatever it is, you know, it's one of those moments that stands out, you know, and, and will do long in the in, in the memory. Um just a as, as one of those moments where I just think I just lost all control of my body. And then for, for, from then onwards, I think that night just sort of, sort of spelled very similar similar effects. But um, yeah, it was just one of those moments where it just made you forget everything that's, that's ever happened negatively surrounding the club. And, and obviously to see what's happening a year on, you know, it's pretty depressing given that, you know, all we have to sort of live on at the minute is memories as it has been the case for the last 10 years really. Um, let's hope that you know things start to change and 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 the memories turn into into you know existing existing events. But, uh, that yeah. would be
0: nice, wouldn't it? That would um, be nice. And again, just to dwell on that same topic because let's forget, let's face it, we haven't really got much to smile about at the minute. Um, do you think there's any chance that, that the present Wanderers team could uh, evoke the the spirit of that day as the season what as the season starts again in August? Do you think that we've got any? Any spark in us whatsoever or do you think that we're going to be facing another season of, of upheaval given the fact that we know that we're starting on at least uh, minus
3: 12, maybe more? Uh, I think it'll be a season of, of rebuilding with, without a shadow of a doubt. Um, I, I think maybe the, the rebuild won't be as extensive as perhaps people would imagine or, or like. It, to, it's quite, you know, I'm trying to be a bit realistic about it. I think if the new owners come in, um, a lot of the current squad... Um, Will we'll be kept on. Um, let's say a lot, you know, a, a significant part of the squad, shall we say? Of um, course, because let's
0: let's not forget the the, uh, the administration comes in an automatic two year transfer embargo. So, you know, it, it makes sense to uh, tie yeah. down as many present lot as we can because we're, we're only going to have to replace them with potential. You know, with free transfers, one in, one out. You know, it could, it could be any kind of
3: regulation. We don't really know much about it yeah I mean that's all very true. I mean I sort of um, I'm kind of hoping. I mean if you know going going a little bit further back Chris if you remember at the end of the, that season when we uh, got relegated last time from the championship and just how shocking it, it, it was. And mm. I was thinking of just the, the poisonous really. I mean I can't think of any better way of putting it the, the poisonous attitude of a lot of the um, or a lot of the players uh, some of the players in in those final get dead rubber games as we got relegated, and, yeah. and you were looking around that team, and you know, and, and that was a team as well that did have a lot of uh, young players thrown into it toward the end, and you could just you just couldn't see any way that team was going to bounce back, even though you know we had obviously a lot of players still then that had played in the Premiership and, and on quite obviously had quite a bit of pedigree, but but sure enough, the following season, um, you know, uh, it's, uh, um, in, in fairness to uh, Parky. He managed to get them to gel together, and and he, he managed to. It wasn't pretty, obviously, but it was effective, and he, he managed to turn the team around. Uh, so they had a good squad spirit, and and that was obviously a good um, help in, in in getting promoted the, the following season. So yeah. can we do it again? I, I don't know. I mean, a lot of the players that are what two three years old. I'm thinking people like you know David Wheaton, and Andy Taylor. Um, in, in particular, um, who, who had a, a good time um, down in League One last time we were there. Um, it, it's it's really hard to say. It, re- it really is. Um, yeah, I mean it's it's down to the manager, isn't it? It's down to um, the manager being able to use, uh, I suppose, the backbone of, of whoever's left uh, and then um, pad those out, um, you know, with with good enough players to, to give us a yeah. fine chance. I mean, sorry. So just one quickly, clip on the on the embargo. Um, one thing, it, it, sometimes people mention the embargo, but from what I gathered last time round, it's it's almost a case of when's an embargo, not an embargo, and it's it's basically when you've got no players because. Um, if you know, if we we've got down to what is it eight players that uh, were still on contract, mm, something like that, yeah. Yeah, I, I think that the player limit uh, when you're in embargo is something like twenty three or twenty five players. I can't remember the exact number. So in in League One, you know, we, we could have find ourselves having a lot of latitude actually, uh, particularly if the the new owners get in before the end of the transfer window, which I'm assuming they would do, um, to to bring players in. And as to whether they would have to be free transfers or we would be allowed to um spend a transfer fee on, on them i'm not i'm not entirely sure that that's done and dusted so it, you may find actually that um through through the administration you know we, we could get the core of a squad up and running mm-hmm. and, and when the new um owners come in it, 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 it is it's not beyond the the of possibility that actually they, they could spend a bit of money and 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 pad that squad out <coughs> So um, sure. I will not you know, be too despairing about that, really, at the moment.
0: I mean, by the time that all comes around, there's every chance our, our new Chinese overlords will be in uh, anyway. I'll <laughs> um, uh, come back to you, Will, on that particular one. So obviously the story's broken this week about people being shown around the ground, which is no, nothing mm-hmm. new. But no. yeah, with, with Mark Taylor's involvement, it's added an air of legitimacy, hasn't it, to what may have just been a throwaway Tore ground by you know potentially invest, interested investors
1: yeah. to something that's
0: got people's hopes up because obviously that, that he comes with a connection to a, a happier time in yeah. the club history with a certain Mister S Allardyce on board.
1: I think the way in whi- yeah the way in which it broke I think made a few people think it was too good to be true. Um, the fact that you know that, that there's a couple of, of people in there you know key individuals who who, who are legit you know who are genuinely interested in buying the club and and you know seem seem to have the right attitude about it and generally have the best interest. In them. Of the club at heart, you know. It, it it seems more realistically, uh, reasonable and possible than than any other you know previous takeover bid, really. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think the the Sam Allardyce element. I've spoken about this to a couple of people recently, and just said, look, I think it, it it was perhaps the media putting two and two together in saying that you know he's in the area, he might be interested, as has been the case for the last ten years. What's new? But the the fact that you know he's obviously got the contacts there, you know it, it it's obviously a group who generally are interested in bringing him in. You know that they might end up having discussions with him, bringing him in, at, maybe not even as a manager, but at some sort of a directorial role even. You know, I think just to get him back on board in whatever element would just be absolutely fantastic for for the club. Um, whether or not that will happen, we'll see. But even even if it's the takeover without Sam, then then I'd be more than happy for that as well. Absolutely,
0: Jamie. Same same comments to you then in that case that uh, you know, this, this Chinese interest is obviously behind the sky, as far as things go at the minute. There's no, there's nothing concrete, there's nothing firm. But are you encouraged by the fact that we're still of interest to people like that? Or do, do you think there's anything we need to be concerned about? What's your overall view on the, on overseas investment in Wanderers? Or, or do, you, do you really care where it comes from, as long as it comes? To be honest, uh, yeah, I don't think I really
2: care that much where it comes from. Um, obviously, it's good to see legitimate people coming, taking an interest, um, mm. as you say, the, the Bolton connection um, with those involved, obviously, a good thing and Sam, of course, has said he come back with, with the right people behind him and if he were to come back in as director of football, it would do quite a lot to um, to fix Bolton's reputation quite quickly, get people excited about the club again, so I think that would be, if it were possible, an, an incredible step, but obviously, that's a long way away. Um I've got some reservations about some foreign ownership structures. Uh, you look at, look at the way that some of the, the Chinese investments happens with the clubs becoming subsumed into the um, sort of the, the, the business back in China and adding value to there and the issues that the um, Aston Villa owner had not that long ago when the town mm. seemed to get turned off. So obviously there's there's issues with overseas ownership and there's always going to be clubs that suffer that. And hopefully if, if, if they're the ones that get in, they they won't be the um, the, the shining example of, of overseas owners who, who can't get it done. But um, certainly, it, it seems to be the case for a while that the right people are sniffing around. It's just um, whether or not the um, circumstances will allow them to to get their foot in the door. And, and yeah, so a couple of weeks will be very interesting. With that perspective to see, see what actually does start to stick.
0: Yeah, and you know, I'll come to you on that one. My my next comment was going to be about the position that these these potential new owners will find themselves in, because obviously the administration button's been been hit now. Um, I, I just I just think the whole situation regarding administration it just feels like it, it, hopefully not too little, too late, because obviously we've been talking about this now for a couple of years, and, and uh, I believe it was Mark who told the story last time about how he was advised at the time of Ken's take over that administration probably should have taken place then. Um, where do you? <laughs> Where do you stand on that? Do you think we've we've left it too
3: late? Do you think there is no such thing as a, a good or a bad time to go into administration? Oh, um, I, I think there's definitely a good time to go into administration, and unfortunately we've missed it, haven't we? Really, um, it's it was, it was before that 28th of March deadline. I mean, if you're going to get um, hammered by uh, 12 points, you know, a 12 point deduction, you want it in your relegation season rather than um, in the season under new York, mm-hmm. under new owners. Um, you know, obviously. The, the following season which is the, the issue that we've got at the moment so yes yeah I mean once again um the administration button should be pressed. um I, I would have said actually back in January really that's that that was when it was quite obviously going horribly wrong you know we'd, uh, we'd had the EFL payment that month obviously Ken made his, his, his uh, statement that he paid off all the pressing bills but what he what he obviously hadn't mentioned was the fact that he didn't have any money to take the club forward from February onwards. So, so at that point, really, um, that that would have been really the, the 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 time to do it. I would have said. And the fact that it's been left to now, and obviously the the impact of, as, as you mentioned earlier on, Chris, about the um, obviously the game not being played, so there's going to be a points deduction for that as well. Um, building for next season, um, all, all this, you know, we're we're, we're now in in um, you know the close season. Uh, you'd, you'd want a manager, or even if. We, which change the managers certainly have a, a club structure in place to sort of be looking at what players are out there, get preseason friendlies arranged, all you know, all the myriad of, of things that they need to do, and, and really that's that's be, has been badly impacted, and he's going to carry on to be impacted. So. Um, yes, yeah. It's, I always say it's possibly one of the worst times to do administration at the moment, unfortunately. But it, but it is what it is, isn't it? Really? Yeah. Exactly. That's the, that's the
0: unfortunate, uh, unfortunate situation in which we find ourselves. So back to uh, to court matters, and I'll, and I'll, Jamie, I'll just exclude you for this bit for the moment, just because speaking to the obviously the the official line of Vienna Court representative. Twenty um, second of May isn't that far off. It's only a week on Wednesday, I think. Um, uh, are either of you two bothering attending? Do you think there's a need to attend? Uh, do you have any idea what that will what format that will take? Um I wonder if you could just educate me on, on what that what's that going to mean.
1: Go ahead. Is it worth me is it worth me slapping hundred quid on a return train ticket just to come and see is, get the case closed?
0: Yeah. Um
3: no, I would have said not really. Uh, I think the the issue that we had last time round was that there is a period of time. Before uh, administration becomes confirmed, and if you've got a court case during that period of, you know, I, I don't know, two three days, whatever, whatever it is, um, the, there's still potential that the the, the, the the judge at the winding up court would would go against it and say, well, sorry, you know, I, I'm not convinced by this request for administration. And, um, and press, you know, the liquidate button. I, th- I think that would have been highly unlikely, but, it, but it's, there's still a chance. Um, so from my understanding, um, uh, essentially what I've been told in, in regard to insolvency, uh, once a, a business is, is formally in administration, that's, that's if you want is, is like a, a protection um, against the business, you know, against the creditors, against the business being wound up. Well, um, an administrator goes in there and tries and rescues the business. So so in, to answer your question, I would imagine um, that um, oh, it's next week, isn't it? Um, that it, it'll be a done and dusted uh, deal, really. I, I would have thought that, that the judge would probably adjourn it until mm-hmm. um, the administration process has, has reached a conclusion. And, and at which point, hopefully we'll have a new owner and it'll just get cancelled mm-hmm. and forgotten about. Fair enough. In that case, we'll stand
0: out. You can. Uh, you don't need to attend that one, I guess. But is you know, I, I suppose stranger things have happened in the world of are wonders, aren't they? So maybe we'll we'll, we'll look back and hopefully that. that's going to be an easier an easier one to discuss as time passes on. Okie okay. okay, okay. dokie. So let me have a think. What if we're not done? Right, let's just have a moment just to consider because we spoke, we spoke about relegation at Stoke in, uh, being seven years ago. Administration's confirmed. Um, so I guess, that can we, can we celebrate Ken's departure, and Is Oh, is he officially
3: out of the door? Do you know where we stand on that? Yeah, he's, he's gone. Um, he's um, been uh, relieved of his duties, shall we say. I think that's a polite way of putting it. Um, so um, we've, we've now got um, two administri- administrators. Um, I forget their names. Um, uh, coming in and essentially running the business. And by business, I mean it's not just the football club. Um, it's, the, it's the holding company as well for burden and leisure. Um, I'm not too sure um, about the hotel, though, because from what I remember in court, that that was going through a, a slightly different process because um, it was uh, Prescott's um, Business Parts, the company mm. that uh, Mike James, um, obviously, uh, is, is, is director of, and, and you know that that's where his funding's come through. They put in the request for administration for the hotel, so I'm not too sure... How that how that works? Because having said all that, the hotel still is still part of the the and Leisure group of businesses. So 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 maybe um, Eddie, Eddie's trust is you know as appointed administrator for the lot. Um, he didn't he didn't really say in the statement today, did it? So I, I don't know where they're at um, okay. on, on that one. Fair enough. Uh, well, I guess time will tell because I know
0: Monday and Tuesday were meant to be the the sort of golden days on it. So I guess as they come in there and and see what they uncover. I, I guess their first thing is to start immediately to, to, to take control of the business and start making those tough decisions. But, um, Jamie, have you got any, any parting words for, for dear old Ken? <laughs> um,
2: probably, probably none that I'd be allowed to say on here. Um, be interesting to see what, what the process of administration throws up, if anything, about the way we be buying the club. Um, I know administrators have some powers from that perspective. So, um, Let's wait and see if anything interesting happens.
0: Fair dues, Will, uh, anything you'd like to say to Ken on his way out? I mean, one being, don't let the door hit you on the arse as you leave, but uh, you might want to say...
1: Don't come back. Yeah,
0: there you fair enough. <laughs> seconded, uh, seconded on behalf of everybody, I think that particular one cried kid. Right, okie dokie. So let me think now. Where do we where do we stand on the remainder of our Bolton issues? I think we've pretty much covered <clears throat> most things. Now, there's one important thing that I wanted to uh, I wanted just to discuss with you guys. Um, do you think we should have a a little moment of reflection for the way the Premier League finished yesterday? Should we have a ten second silence for, for Liverpool? Title <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> what about laughter instead?
0: <laughs> let's have te- let's have five seconds laughter. The title, so, <laughs> Stick it up your ass. <laughs> yeah, 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 I, must yeah. Admit, I enjoyed that. Down the Manny oh, road, road, Tom.
1: Cool. If you're listening, <laughs> stunning.
0: <laughs> but down the Manny road, Tom be crying into his baller scouts. Yes, they <laughs> poor little mate. <laughs> Unbelievable. Okie dokie. Well, that, that's enough childishness about that. So we know where we're standing in terms of Wonders. We know we've had a chance to laugh at Liverpool, so everything's absolutely fine. So, Will, um, I'll hand over to you just for the, the last couple of points. Obviously, we've got something to advertise. We've got a couple of questions we need to uh, request of our lovely listeners, and then we can close things out.
1: Yeah, of course. Obviously, we, we've sort of spoken on, it on every matter that we've, that, we've, that we've experienced over the last few weeks. Um, I think we've got a couple of Twitter questions, which we'll come to in a minute as well. Uh, but before we do so, whilst I, and whilst I just bring them up, we'll uh, we'll just give a quick plug to the to the two upcoming podcasts which we have penciled in. One of which being the collaborative podcast with the supporters' trust, the local media such as Mark Isles, um, and then also uh, a couple of the bloggers. So we've got Neve and Theo, hopefully both joining us as well, and then potentially some sort of backing from BBC Radio Manchester as well. So, we're very much looking forward to that. So, that will be on the 19th. So, I think it'll either be Chris or Eddie joining me for that. Um, So, you can look forward to that one being the next upcoming planned podcast, I think, unless we we have to pull an emergency one before then. But, uh, yeah, until then, that is the only thing. Actually, no, there's another one coming, isn't there? that we announced this week on Twitter? Which uh, which was very well received. So that is Nicky Hunt, the legend, the man, mm. the myth, the legend, joining us. Thanks to uh, thanks to Chris's organisation skills. Uh, Chris, do you want to tell us how that's come about just quickly?
0: Yeah, so we've we've, we've been in contact with quite a few ex-players lately, actually, because of the, such has been the reception to the series that we've done. Um, we thought we'd, we'd sort of put our feelers out and try and book as many as we possibly can. Now I'll confirm another one today as well. But I'm not, I uh, don't know when that's going to be yet, but it's somebody who. Lived through a very interesting time in Bolton Wanderers recent history. So, as soon as we know more about when that's happening, we'll, we'll put some more a call out as well for, for general questions. This particular lad, but I think Nicky Hunt was there during a very very interesting time in Wanderers. I think he's going to have a uh, hopefully he's have a lot of half sort of, decent stories to tell, both on and off the pitch. He's uh, always struck me as an interesting character, and he certainly had the bonus of playing with some of the most fantastic football that we've seen in a white shirt. At least in my lifetime, so yeah, I'm really looking forward
1: to that one. Will good stuff. That'll be on the 21st as well. So I'm sure Chris should be joining me for that, and then perhaps a couple of the other lads from from Line of Vienna. Uh, yeah, we'll we'll have
0: that podcast yeah. out as soon as they possibly can after the
1: 21st. Yeah, of course. Both of which will be will be obviously up within the next two weeks or so. Um, so I guess we'll take the time as well, as well as those plugs. We'll uh, we'll take this opportunity to plug ourselves as well. So Chris, where, where can the uh, the lovely people at Ball One just find you? Uh, back in England at the moment that's
0: probably mm-hmm. the best place to
1: fire me. Nowhere else. Excellent. Ian, where can they find you for all the uh the court shenanigans and, and the actual um interesting stuff that actually comes out of Line of Vienna?
3: <laughs> yeah, and I'm still um Whinging away on it uh, at Super Whitesmith, that's, that's, that's uh, my normal uh, residence shall we say, uh, and I will definitely be uh, England centric um, to add to that, no big holidays for me this year unfortunately. <laughs> Good stuff,
1: that's the last one we're hearing of this year, thank you Chris. Um, and Jamie where can you find all, all your rambling, ramblings as well rather?
2: Uh, You'll find nothing particularly interesting at Jamie underscore
1: Moss123. Perfect. And you can find me at wi1lj on Twitter and pretty much every media outlet going at the minute, seeing as they won't leave me alone. But uh, anyway, I can't complain. So uh, (coughs) Chris knows what that's like Oh, it is. It is indeed. I'm messing but anyway so if there's nothing else left to say gentlemen then I know Chris hates this but I'm taking the opportunity to see too seeing as he's rubbed it in the fact that he's been on holiday even though nobody cares um, Chris it's time to say goodbye say goodbye Chris
0: goodbye Chris
1: goodbye Ian
0: goodbye
1: Ian goodbye Jamie goodbye Jamie well, it's a goodbye from me sir